it away. Miss Carrie, what do you have for us today? All right. So we have some social media graphics for you. Um, this one is today's or this or that post. So some fun ones to get people talking um, and choosing between a couple of different options, which are always good for engagement. Um, so if you're not signed up to have those posted for you, make sure you do so um, with the link in the Distinctive Daily today. Um, social media tip today, I wanted to share some um, fun holiday social media post ideas. Um, so over the next few days, maybe you have a little bit of time. Um, and these are all things that can be done super quickly. Uh, but just some ideas for fun things to share on social media over the next uh, week or so as the year wraps up. And as yeah, we're celebrating the holidays, there are just a lot of cool things that you can do on social media that will really um, help people get to know you and um, just good relatable posts to put on social media. Um, so I wanted to share a few ideas. Um, the first one is one that I love to watch or, or read when people post these. Um, this is uh, favorites from the year. Um, so look back at 2021. Think of a few favorite things. Maybe it's books. Maybe it's you know technology. Maybe it's TV shows. Maybe it's foods. Maybe it's things that you know helped you in your business. Um, take a look back and see you know what were some of your 2021 favorites. Um, and that's a great topic for a video. Um, so film a quick video. Um, that's the best way to do it. Or you could do a blog post. Um, and just kind of show off some of those things. And people really like to read those. That's a really popular trend this time of year. Um, and one that I, I know I enjoy, and I know a lot of other people enjoy, um, so, you know, seeing what people enjoyed over the past year. Um, so that's a good one to do over the next week or so as the year wraps up. Um, and next one, another one that I personally enjoy a lot is uh, when people share their favorite holiday recipes. Um, so maybe you have a favorite Christmas cookie or a holiday cocktail or whatever it is um, that you are using to celebrate, um, share it. Uh, always just fun to see what people, you know, fun little traditions, maybe you have, um, you know, a recipe that's not quite traditional, maybe share that. Um, just kind of give people a glance into how you celebrate the holidays um, and recipes are a great way to do that since food is often such a big part of um, celebrations. Um, number three, an e a really easy one. Um, if you have any sort of holiday decorations up, take a picture. Um, this can be really as simple as taking a picture of your Christmas tree or uh, maybe you have, you know, an ornament on your Christmas tree with, you know, some kind of unique backstory. Tell the story, let people in a little bit to some of your traditions. Um, you could even share a picture of your holiday card if your family didn't, you know, a holiday card this year. Um, take a picture, share that. Just a super easy way to connect with people um, and kind of let them into your world in the holidays. Um, and then lastly, and this is a really fun one, too, that I've seen a ton of people doing this week. Um, share some of your favorite memories from 2021. Uh, so go back through your photos, look, just look through your camera roll from the past year, uh, pick out some of your favorite highlight photos and just post, you know, a few things that you're grateful for this year, really fun times or um, things that happened over the past year that um, were significant. Um, always kind of nice to go back and, and see people posting a little bit of, you know, little recaps of um, their year or fun things that they did throughout the year. Um, so take a look back through, again, doesn't need to be anything that's going to take you hours and hours to put together. Um, but just little fun things that will help you kind of wrap up the year and connect with people on social media. Um, so a few ideas. Uh, there are lots of other fun holiday posts that you can do. So I'm looking forward to seeing all of yours on Facebook and Instagram and all those platforms. Uh, so that's my tip for today. Hey, I love that. And yes, that's so much fun. What a fun way to end the year and go into the holidays. So thank you for that, Carrie. Good insight, good information and good thoughts. So um, we're very excited for this Wire Wednesday with Miss Suzanne Wood and Christy Lauren. Um, before we jump into those ladies, we've got a happy four year anniversary to Kelsey Renevere in Bozeman. Congratulations, Kelsey, four years with us. That's awesome. And um, don't forget in the DD today, you get to meet your dream team and there's some fun photos there. So thanks for putting that together, Marketing. And with that, we're going to jump into Wire Wednesday with Suzanne Wood and Christy Long.
Awesome, awesome. So Christy's here from Vail, from our Vail office. Hey, everybody. Happy to have you, lady. It's so nice of you to share and come and tell your story. And, uh, you know, Kira, had, I, I kind of asked the managing directors who should come on board. And Kira had said, you've got to talk to Christy. She's just energetic, um, enthusiastic about what she's doing, and, and, and really just a part of that team. So tell us how long you've been with us. What's your story in real estate? How you got so, started? I started last year. I think I came on in July. Mm -hmm. um, it was postponed a few times because my test was postponed because of COVID and so on and so on. So my original thought I would take the test uh, basically the weekend that we shut down and in March. So everything got pushed. But so, yeah, so essentially a year and a half, maybe just under a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Although I feel that... like I really got my legs early this year. Right. Well, and I was going to say challenging time to come into something that's brand new for you. And also with like originally in that March date, some kind of openness that we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. So, um, and part of that's being, I think being courageous on your part, you know, to step into something new during a period of, of, of major change. So in that short amount of time, have you begun to understand what's unique for you and your business in your resort market? What, what's making, what do you, where do you stand out for yourself? What's important to you? Um, I think I'm still honestly trying to sort that out. Um, I feel like we live in two markets. There's the resort and the local market and they ride opposite waves sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it seems like like this week, I'm meeting people from Canada and from Mexico and from Boston and Chicago. And so people are coming in from all over. And then I just finished up with locals. So it seems like my locals have kind of settled in and they're, they don't want to talk about anything for like a week unless something is, you know, really pressing on the market. But the resort buyers are in and that's all they want to do is talk about it. So I, I, I feel like I'm learning the legs of that. And um, people in the office have been super helpful, you know, in kind of answering some of those questions because I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> so, well, and it is, I mean, in a resort market, which we have quite a few of in the company, you are oscillating between locals and resort market. Mm -hmm. um, and so your business model also takes on that challenge, okay. I think, as you grow forward is like, how do you talk to locals to your point, what time of the year and, mm -hmm. and where do you do that on the other side with the people that are coming into town, especially when you have a great in Vail, you have a great following from Mexico City and Mexico in general. Um, you know, there's a, it's, it's the knowledge of what those people are looking for that makes a difference. So awesome. And, um, you know, it's funny, we always, I always ask uh, managing directors what's unique. And I think, you know, for Kira, it was that you seem to be the call, the cold calling maven. So we mm. haven't talked about that um, in depth with anyone. Tell me a little bit about, you know, what does that define for you? What are you achieving with that? And how is that working for you? So cold calling is to me a little bit of a game. So mm -hmm. I focus on an area. Um, I started last year with the building in Vail doing all the research on it. I had done an open house for Jen Colson when I was new at one of her listings. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of sparked it because I had to prep for that open house. I didn't know anything about the building. So I thought, okay, you know, I'm like, I'm I don't know, two weeks, maybe a new agent. And I thought I'm petrified. So I did all my research front loaded as much as I could, huh? got out there early, looked at everything. And so that building had like, we even drive by it now and my kids will go cha-ching, cha-ching because they know <laughs> eventually I'm going to make money out of that building. 
Nice. Fast forward. I called, I had someone at the open house that wanted a two bedroom. So I started cold calling all the owners in the building. Now there's a longtime realtor who lives in that building. Um, so there were some people that were like, you know, so-and-so lives here. I'm like, yeah, so, you know, like, (laughs) so we just kind of kept going. I'm like, oh yeah, I've heard such great things about her. And I would just kind of keep going because if, if they're not working with her and they're just sharing information with me, I'm not going to take that as a no straight away. So I just keep going. So then I would get, I have dirt on that HOA like crazy people tell you all sorts of things. So I have these relationships with these people and now starting, I want to say somewhere over the summer, maybe late June, early July, I ended up connecting with this uh, girl who inherited the place from her grandmother. And we started talking and she's going to be coming on as a listing here. So she has done some renovations in her place. And so from that cold call will be this listing and, you know, and then she's been referring her friends in Denver saying, Hey, if you ever want anything, this is who you have to talk to. So that was a long process, but it started with doing an open house for someone that introduced me to this building. And then it just started with cold calling all of these people. So anytime anything happens in that building, I'm on the phone with these owners that I have now come to know, you know, so, and sometimes it was funny because there was some time I was super busy and it took me a day or two to call and they actually started calling me. Hey, did you see, did you see he's selling that, you know, and it was just super funny. So that has been a good thing. And then I actually just closed two deals um, in the last two weeks from another cold call. So it works. You just have to stay consistent because the first time I called that particular owner was February Mm -hmm. and we closed two properties in December. So it was a long road and it was a lot of conversations and follow-up and sometimes what we would consider meaningless conversations, but it would, they were just check-ins and saying, Hey, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And it worked though. That relationship started to build and he has been in the Valley since 1989, I think, or 1990. So, and he told me at the time, one of our conversations, he told me that he has so many friends who are brokers in the Valley. Mm -hmm. And at one point I was like, well, you know, he goes, I don't know, like, you know, I know all these people, but if I pick one, then the other one's going to be mad. And, you know, they haven't been like asking me anything. And so he's like, you asked. And I said, yeah, I said, so if you pick me, you can make them all mad equally. Like they can, because you chose someone you <laughs> didn't know, great. like you went outside your circle right? and you went with me. And so he's like, right. yeah, you know, so he did. And two deals later. So just because you're new and just because people have been in the Valley forever and know five realtors and so on and so on and so on, it doesn't mean they won't do business with you, but you have to ask for the business. Mm-hmm. So no, cold calling is, is asking. It's a, lovely, it. it's a lovely story because I think there is that feeling that I'm new, right? I come on board and I'm trying to figure it out and everybody tells me I need to make my calls and I need to be consistent. And I think what you, 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 you kind of networked a little bit with someone in your office, then you kind of connected, you you mm-hmm. took the leap of faith that that was going to make a difference, right? I love the way you, you said you collected information, like that must have come from the people that you spoke to, or the more research that you did on the building, you know, mm-hmm. um, how, you know, what does that building, how long has it been there? What do, when were, did things in the building sell? Like the more information that you fill your bucket with, the more you're prepared to have further conversations. So, I mean, I think in the end, you're right. And there are, to 
take a business away from someone who has had a realtor friend since 87, right? That That's huge to be able to say, well, I do matter because I did make a difference in building that story with them. So kudos to you for owning the building. That's exciting. Well, I don't know, but yeah. I, that's only one building, one deal. So I don't want to overstep. Like I'm not right. owning it yet, but I will. Right. But you're working on it. Yeah. I have a goal. Yeah. Like I'm just not going to back away from the goal. And I think sometimes we get impatient as, mm-hmm. as salespeople, as people, we want everything now. Mm-hmm. And we just have to know that it's a process. And is I feel like as long as I'm faithful to the process, the results will come. So if I just every day put one foot in front of the other and I do what I need to do and I do it to the best of my ability. And when I don't know something, I think it's super important for people, regardless of who you are, to always have a mentor. And so if Jen's on this call, she probably is. Thank you, Jen, because without Jen, I would be floundering like I felt like I was in the beginning of the year. Jen Colson has been that mentor to me. She picks up the phone when it's probably really inconvenient for her to do that. And she gives of herself and her time and her energy and her knowledge most of all. And so I would say to anyone, regardless, find someone who can build you up and encourage you, speak into your life and help grow you as a person and a broker and whatever your stage of life might be. So, Mm -hmm. and, you know, find your tribe. I mean, I started with uh, Sarah Hudikoff and Leslie Norton in Vail too. So my little tribe is those women, you know, so, and Kira coming on, she's always one too, to pick up the phone. And if, you know, she's like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. And, and she's there. So I think you need to find your people, you know, regardless of who you connect with. So the, the first guru that I had was not a connection you know, for me, like it just was not a match, Mm -hmm. but then Jen became my guru. And that was like, all of a sudden, like things connected for me, like the way that she explained things, the way she spoke to me. So I think you have to be an advocate for yourself too. Mm -hmm. And just because, you know, I I know we all, if we have kids, we're teaching our kids to Mm -hmm. ask for help to, you know, self-advocate, do these different things. And we have to take that same advice, you know, Mm -hmm. especially if we're walking into something new and there's that learning curve. So don't be too proud to ask for help. You know, I've been successful in other things and kind of gotten to the top Mm -hmm. of the heap there. And sometimes I think, well, I can do this. And I think, why am I going to reinvent the wheel when I have someone who's willing to help me and they're at the touch of my phone, you know? So I would say, reach out when you need some help and you're not sure which action and even evaluating mistakes that I've made. If I didn't get a listing or if I didn't get this or had a question, I can come back and think about it again, backpedal a little and say, I think I went sideways somewhere here. How mm-hmm. could I have said that better? Mm-hmm. And sometimes Jen will be giving me advice and it's just totally quiet. And I'm writing notes like her verbiage is like awesome. So I just need to tweak it for me. And sometimes Jen will even say, oh, call Karen on that. So then I call Karen, you know, so sometimes one person can't be your everything, but if you have some people that are your people, you'll get answers and you'll grow. And then you can do that for someone else. Oh, it sounds lovely. I mean, you sound like you're super open to the learning piece, which I think is great. You're willing to try things. You're willing to to network both with clients and internally. It sounds like, I mean, I just, I think 22 for you is an opportunity for you to to build more of your business. It just sounds really, really, really productive. 
Yeah, so first you. and more foremost, Merry Christmas and happy holidays. And thank you for coming on. I'm sure someone will pick up some tips from your suggestions. And if you want to talk to Christy Long, she's available in the in the um, in the roster in CBIQ under Veil. You'll find her, and I'm sure she's willing to share some of her mojo with you if you have any questions. Absolutely. But uh, super, thank you for coming and joining us today. I really appreciate Thanks for it. having me. You're welcome. Have a great day. Yep. Yeah, Thanks so much, nice. ladies. So appreciate the information. Um, if you need anything from your team, we are here to here. Reach out to us. Um, uh, don't forget to get connected on Social Bay and work with your marketing team to get those uh, social posts, those daily posts for you, so they can do it for you, which is awesome. Um, be good, because Santa's almost here. We got one more morning huddle, so I look forward to seeing you all here tomorrow to celebrate the last day before Christmas. Um, and as always, be distinctive.